so I watched it like a month ago and whenever because it wasn't on anything so I went to I finally like came on HBO go or something and whenever I watched it I was like holy fucking shit this is exactly what I mean and yeah it was like that like he lives in a bubble spoiler alert do you want me to ruin it for you and I'm like wait maybe no I was thinking of bubble boy (laughs) (laughs) no he lives in this it's like a giant dome but it's a city so it's like uh an island in Florida or something and he like there's a bridge and he never leaves anyway it's all a metaphor whatever so you know the whole time he was born on camera and then this guy like they they he doesn't know Truman Mm -hmm. doesn't know that everyone's been watching him so like he's being secretly filmed and everyone in his life is really an actor who's there filming him so that he can live stream to like the real world so he's in this like cult like subdivision it looks just like the cult that i live by it's not real (laughs) but i mean it might be but but yeah he's it's so it's all like that and happy and whatever and then he's like there's got to be something more so he tries to escape you know quote unquote escape he's trying to go on vacation and all these things keep happening that interfere because truman's never wanted to leave before and everyone starts panicking because they're like, he's never even thought about it. He's never like, what? he's never meant to fucking vacation. He does the same thing every day. Like, what are you, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> and then it pulls out like away from the island or whatever. And you find out that there's this like director. And yeah, he's like, cue the sunset, cue the whatever. And it's like, <laughs> like Epcot looking building. <laughs> and I was like, oh, when I watch, I'm telling you, I was like, oh my God. And then at the end of it, he realizes everyone's an actor and he has to break out so his journey is like getting out and it's a, i swear to god it's a metaphor for like a spiritual awakening and when you start looking back at all the shit jim carrey's done it starts making sense why he lost his mind you know what i mean i could see he's it. done a lot of weird shit yeah every character you could think of damn near right um before my do you watch superstore i've wa- i think you were the one that told me to watch it i watched forever some ago right yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, so I watched it forever ago. I started watching it like a couple of years ago. I say forever ago, a couple of years ago. And then I had Carol from Superstore, you know, on the podcast. Irene came on and I, she was so nice and so funny, but I also had anxiety the entire time. So before I smoked to try to like help with it. And then I felt so paranoid. Let me give you the whole cycle. That's what happened. So I get, I get anxious. I didn't smoke the entire morning. Cause I was like, I want to have a clear head, whatever. And then like 30 minutes before I was like, I probably need to just a little puff puff. Just, just hit a little bit, just take some anxiety off. And then I smoked just enough. I think to get like, <laughs> <laughs> like 30 minutes in my brain was probably like sizzling or just like like we're done here and I know because I was so nervous I was mixing up like skipping over my words and stuff so then after that happened I like closed the my computer and instead of being really happy I texted my friend and was like I think it went so bad like I had so much anxiety about it. It's like I, I felt like I didn't get enough time, which I knew. Like she told me she had forty five minutes, and that's just any time you put a time constraint on me, I panic. Yeah, same. Like, like don't I, take a certain amount of time because then I'm like I'm breaking the time down now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, okay. So all right. Well, then we'll rush this. And I had I wrote like three different outlines that I could talk to stuff like stuff for me to talk to her about. I had it all planned out, and then when she got on there, just none of it. Like it was gone. <laughs> 
it was gone. And I just started talking. And I mean, it was still really fun and natural, or whatever. But the whole time I was playing it back in my head and was like, that was so awkward. I hate that I like wasted that opportunity. Yeah. What a shitty interview. So then I just tried. I went back and forth, of course, between trying not to guilt myself and really guilting myself. So all day I was like, like a pendulum, you know, like going back and forth. And like, oh yeah, it was. Like, yeah, oh. I was bad. But then, okay, so then I waited. It was like a week. The terrible shit that happened in my life happened. And the next day I had to wake up and it was the podcast episode was due, you know, like I had to do it. So I went back and listened to it. And that was its own journey. But when I listened to it, I was like, what were you so anxious about? This is funny. Like, there's nothing. You felt so nervous the whole time. And you felt like, every, you know, I felt like there was a bunch of like yeah. awkward silence. I think you were paranoid. Probably. But I also just get, I, I get so um, like perfectionist comes in where it's like, oh, that was terrible. And then mm. when I go back and listen to it, I'm like, oh, that actually wasn't that bad. But here's the thing normally and probably even this time if it wasn't Irene I would have just scrapped the episode because I've done it a lot we probably <laughs> recorded something that actually I know we did we recorded a Bravo one that I didn't okay. put but I was I'm glad you scrapped it because I was so drunk <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when we finished that I was like I am lit as fuck that probably because I remember I remember because when I get too drunk I start cussing too much and I was like that probably sounds terrible <laughs> i'm so like I'm a glad. truck driver i'm going <laughs> all right wait pause we're sh- i might have to go back and i'll just start doing it and, well i'll go back and do an intro because i'll do it now but welcome to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Wikipedia. this is your first time listening this is a chaotic episode to start on i'm not gonna lie <laughs> this is our usual you're right i'm gonna be honest you're really there's really no good place to start the beginning 2020 was chaos too honestly but I'm actually about to do a live on TikTok and I'm just going to be live streaming this. So if you see it on TikTok and want to come back and listen later, welcome back. If you you know, catch me or you want to go check out my TikTok, I changed my TikTok name now to at Bravo Bitch Fest. Everything is at Bravo Bitch Fest, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all that shit. And then Taylor, do you know your, um, oh, welcome <laughs> Taylor. Welcome back, Taylor. Taylor's been here lots of times. Hello, hello. We talked about sex. We talked about a lot of stuff, honestly. Still, well, we had the sex heavy episode, remember? That was the that was the topic. We were drunk for that too. <laughs> no, I was really probably no. <laughs> no, I was really drunk for that one. I was I was like, Jesus, please, if there's a God out there, don't let my parents hear this. Please don't <laughs> like, fuck. Okay, well, I'm about to go actually <laughs> before I do that. Before I go live, I'm gonna do the thing I can't do on camera one last time. <laughs> She's so drink. What do you drink? Are you drinking a cocktail right now? No, this is so it was originally Cabernet. Uh-huh. I'm making spaghetti later, so I wanted to save the rest of the Cabernet. So I started drinking Pinot Grigio, but I just poured it on top. <laughs> You're that's it's called a homemade rose and it's innovative. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. Okay, well, I'm about to go live on TikTok, so we're going to bring everyone in, and I just want to catch up because, actually, this is the perfect time to talk about it, the little minty bee that I had on TikTok the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, to be clear, I didn't have a mental breakdown on TikTok. I broke down and posted about it. 
TikTok. It was a controlled mental breakdown. It was a controlled burn. You know, like, like it would have been worse if you would have just like went live and just like started sobbing. I would have been a little worried, but like <laughs> you record, you had full knowledge that of what you look like before you posted it. So right, no, uh, but that's not actually true because whenever I recorded it. God for I can't even think like I get tightness in my chest even thinking about it. But when I recorded it, I had recorded like four, at least four times of me actually crying. Like really, tears were crying. And I would do it and I was like, that's so fucking cringe. And then I would do it not <laughs> crying and then start crying halfway through. And I was like, that looks, that looks uncontrolled, right? Like things looked rough. <laughs> So then I was nervous about that the whole time. So I would delete it. And then I went, I just kept going back and forth until finally I was like, all right, this is obviously my lesson that I have to overcome is like being vulnerable, which I'm a fucking Virgo. It's not that easy for me. I mean, I'm a Capricorn. So you, so you know, bitch, you know, and let me just say something, just, this is something I realized just because feeling, I have a lot of feelings and I do talk about them does not mean that it is easy for me to talk about my feelings. Like, I don't like it, but I do it constantly. And it's more of like a trauma response. (laughs) It's more like, I don't want want to, it's it's all trauma. (laughs) It's more like an inability to just shut the fuck up that it just, it's like word vomit. There's just, and I'm like, I can't stop it. I hope you're okay with this. Dumped on you, but it's, I just had to let it out. Yeah. And what better place to do that than fucking TikTok with a bunch of strangers. I mean, you see a lot of strange shit on TikTok anyway. That's fair. Okay, well, let, let me let me say this because we're talking about it. I've talked about it on my podcast and also everyone on TikTok right now. I'm looking at TikTok and thinking about recording like the podcast viewership that I have. And quite honestly, the simulcast makes me feel like I'm cheating and like they're they're both sitting in the room. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, I don't know who to be. <laughs> like, am I Becca or Bravo Bitch Fest? Hey, exactly. And can I tell you something? I know we talked about this before, but I'm really making the change official and I'm going to do it after I just changed my podcast name. I'm going to do it again. I mean, not my podcast, my Bitchpedia. Um, like, <laughs> God, no, I'm getting it. A- tattooed on me but after i changed all my twitter name username all that shit i'm gonna make it to go back to my stage name which is going to be dahlia bradshaw even after i did because i told you i did that whole episode about it and now when i went to listen to this taylor when i went to go get my tarot cards read the other day i went to bb and we were talking about how the place that i work now we i'm on live so The place that I work now, everyone calls me Rebecca because my ticket names have Rebecca printed on it. And I'm like, well, that's no. definitely not it. Right. It's, <laughs> that is not it. So when I told Bibi that everyone calls me that, and I was like, I hate it. I hate the name. It feels oppressive. I don't like it anymore. I don't even, Becca feels like not the right one. I don't know how to say it. And she was like, do you know what your name means? And I was like, no. She's like, let me look it up. And do you know what it fucking, you know what the word Rebecca means? What? to bind <laughs> not the way <laughs> but, the hand motion? <laughs> okay well it's um it's heavy on my mind 
like oh my god it makes so much sense i was like i don't even i feel oppressed by my own fucking name which makes sense because it literally means that like tied down chained down you know gotta... oh but i don't know what it would be well i t- I, I just Not told you what it's gonna be it's dahlia <laughs> no that's your pseudonym that can't be your real fucking name well, I'm still going to go about that guy. I think there needs to be a separation, but that also helps me hear me out. I think that helps me with my manifesting because, which this might also, a lot of times I've talked and I'm like, am I schizophrenic? <laughs> like, is there a separation between me? Like, I might be dissociating. Yeah, that could be a thing. You were supposed to make me feel better, not worse. No, because I dis- disassociate as well. So I'm like, Oh, okay. well as long as everyone's doing it then that's okay yeah every now and then i'll just be like space then like, are you okay i'm like yeah i'm just i'm trying to bring myself back to earth right now just give me a second <laughs> right. <laughs> right well okay so if, if people who watch my tiktoks and the people who uh, listen to my podcast i hope to merge them together but if not i think it's okay but i do want to bring stuff together and that's really what I want to talk about today to start with, at least, because I know, you know, we have a tendency to go all over the place. But when I posted that, for those of you who don't know, I made a TikTok, I made videos really that I posted to TikTok that was me breaking down about the shit that's going on in my life, which I still can't talk about and don't want to talk about. Nowhere near ready. It doesn't matter because everything's still so up in the air. Yeah. But I told you I went through the same shit. So I know exactly, literally same shit. (laughs) Right, right. So, you know, and there's just nothing, like there's nothing that can be said. There's nothing that can be done. But it was important to me to tell the people who, because I feel like I get a, I feel like I have a relationship with these people, especially some of these people who comment all the time. You know what I mean? You're like internet friends. So it's like, I felt like I owed them an explanation because I don't just disappear. Even with my real friends, like my friends in real life, mm-hmm. I don't just disappear and not say anything for the most part. If I do, I'll check back in. And that's what this kind of felt like was like, I check in. I need to check back in and let y'all know that like, I'm not okay right now. And I need, I kind of needed, I mean, I, I don't want to say I needed people to stop, but like everyone being like, hey, it, it was creating this pressure for me that felt like people were pressuring me to create content and it's a hundred percent my own projection because no one was actually like upset about it you know but at that point you got to take it back to the root like why did you you initially started making bravo tiktoks because they were funny and you wanted to relate to other people who like bravo shit so you have to just bring it back to like it's because now you're turning into your job and you don't want to you don't want to turn it into your job because then you're going to start to resent it so right. yeah back to like I'm doing this because it's funny I'm doing this because like I like making fun of Ramona like you have to bring it back to like the the root of it yeah but here's the thing I didn't want like I it wasn't fun anymore like Mm -hmm. it wasn't fun anymore and it did start feeling like a job and at first I was like okay well I'll just you know, take more days of rest or plan my schedule better. Cause I was like, I'm obviously not using my energy wisely. Like that's gotta be what the issue is. Right. So I started doing that. And then I still wasn't fulfilled. And I was like dreading making these videos. I didn't want to, after this shit happened, I didn't want to fucking laugh. If I did laugh, it was nice, but 
Like it felt like I was supposed to go make people laugh and I felt this pressure. And I've always, since I was a baby, put that shit on myself. Like that was how I, I mean, TMI probably for my parents' sake, but sure. like when they would fight, if I could just make them laugh, they would stop fighting, you mm-hmm. know, or it would at least distract them from for us, you know, whatever. Right. So when I feel like tension, I try to make people laugh. But now I was so I, sad. It's like I, I use humor as like a, a tra- it's a trauma response. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like a defense mechanism. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, that's a, a better word for it. Yeah, yeah, I just, like you said, just if I can make you laugh, you'll stop. Or like you said, somebody's arguing or whatever, whatever. Make them laugh, like whatever. It can ease the pain or something. Or the tension at least. Right. Like, but there was, let me tell you when I broke down. Let me tell you when I broke down because I fucking tried, okay? Well, no, that's not true. I, I tried a couple of weeks ago, so I was already sick of it. That's when shit started falling apart because I was talking to Irene about it and was like, don't put me in a fucking box. <laughs> I don't want to be in a TikTok, in a Bravo TikTok box. Like I've got so much creativity that I want to share and I felt like I was being like smushed down. By the way, for no reason no one said that like it was 100 percent in my head and she's the one who brought that up to me and she was like you don't who's like where's this pressure coming from who said that you have to do this like who said any of this that you're talking about like right who? and that's what she said and i was like well you know like commenters like, i don't know people i don't know and then, and then i really had to think about it. i was like i guess fucking no one really like but i didn't want I didn't want to do it. But like the people who might come around start and start to say that I want to beat them to the punch kind of thing. Like before people start to say this, I want to nip it in the bud. But it's like the gun because nobody even because I do that too. It's like before it gets to this, I want to do this. But it's like you're not you're not even there yet. And who's to say it's going to go that way? It could go an entirely different way. Yeah, that's it's 100 percent projecting your own fears as a reality and I've caught myself doing it and I'm working on so many things I really am like so much trying to like better myself and grow but I still actually don't know what the fuck I'm doing I feel like a lot of people come up to me and say that they feel like I have answers and they're like I really want your help and I'm like no I would love like I would love to do that for you um (laughs) so (laughs) here's the thing though yeah because like what if they see my life fall apart and they're like oh this is the bitch I asked for advice (laughs) well I never told you I was Dr. Phil bitch (laughs) right like I was not qualified I started a fucking podcast but I'm giving advice from my closet what do you mean don't listen to me or like for what they tell us to do at work um we just advise this is we I advise that you do this Um, I'm not telling you but I advise (laughs) what we're advising Maybe I should start putting a disclaimer on my, on my podcast. Like, yeah, do what you want with this. This is what just, this is what I advise to do, but hey. But look how my life, just, just wait, sit and wait. Right. Cause like I do auto claims pretty much. So like people will call me, do I need to get a police report? I mean, we advise that you do, but if you want to leave, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <Ms. Lee. laughs> That's good. Actually, I need to start taking that more like that energy to heart you know what I mean so that's what I've kind of I'm glad I have that because now it's, I'm kind of transitioning over to my real life now so like you asked me and that's I've always kind of always did that though like you any advice you ask me for this is my advice and what I advise you do what you do but hey right this is my advice 
Yes, you know, I always get frustrated because I'm like, you should definitely be listening to me. I know the right answer. That's why I asked you something. You were, I forgot what I asked you one day. You were like, do you want the truth? Or you? I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. I do remember that. And I'm, you know what? It's funny because I was talking about human design. That was one of the things I told you I wanted to look up. And we got to look up yours. We'll do it at another time. But we can go through your whole chart because I'm going to be talking about it. And I'm going to make TikToks about it. The people watching on TikTok, but you, your human design can tell you so much about, I mean, it tells you everything. It tells you how to eat, how to use your energy, how to manifest everything. So you can go to an app or online, look up your human design. All you need is your birth time and like where you were born. And it's, I mean, it's fairly new. It's from, I want to say it was like 1985 or something that this was invented, like not old at all. So there wasn't really a lot of research or like things I could, you know, I love to research and dive into it, but there wasn't a lot of resources I could do that with. So now stuff is starting to come out, but anyway, they built this, developed this new app and it's fantastic. But my human design type was projector. And it said, one of the things you're supposed to do, which this is a good piece of advice for anyone, but especially for projectors that you're supposed to do is you're supposed to wait for permission or ask for permission so I realized that um, I give a lot of advice, unsolicited advice. And even <laughs> if it is good or the right thing, a lot of people didn't ask. fucking ask. Yeah. <laughs> and also don't fucking care. Like you said, like you, cause you did, I think you were asking me. And I was I forgot, like, I think I was just saying something. I don't think I was telling you something. You were like, do you want me to say what I'm thinking? Or something. I was like, right. No. Well, you're <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah. And asking, even if they do ask, kind of double checking and be like do you really want to know or because I still do that like that was probably one of the first times that I did it but now I have friends where I'm like I need you to tell me what you need from me because but that's what they say you should always ask somebody do you want the truth or do you want comfort right so advice or comfort do you want me to just make you feel better or do you want me to tell you how I really feel about it let me know because the answer varies (laughs) Right, right. And do I need to sugarcoat this or not? Because if you just want a little comfort, I can I'll hug you. It's gonna be okay. You know, people fuck up. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Can, that was stupid. Next time, maybe try not spending all your money. Like, yeah, I'll let you know which one do you want. Right. And I'm usually pretty good about telling my friends anyway. I know that I've told like I just checked my watch, my wrist, and I didn't have my watch. I feel naked now. I'm like, what? I don't even. What's even going on? I, I just felt so out of touch with the world. Yeah, <laughs> Huh? You have a watch tan. You wear it so much. Yeah, can you see? Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh my god, it's pretty bad. I know. Anyway, but yeah. So when I filmed this thing, it was to get it out to the world to communicate that I wanted to just not feel that pressure anymore. I guess. And the resounding response that I got was everyone being like babe take care of yourself like we'll be here when you're ready every I mean just and I went through I I didn't look at the comments for like a day or two not even because I was afraid of what they would say but because I just didn't care like I if I looked at the video I was gonna delete it because I was so cringed out over it I didn't want to you know so I was like don't even fucking look at it because if I deleted it that would have been me what I see as like me failing my tests because Mm -hmm. I always say this quote, and I don't know if I've ever told you, but my friend told me, I think it was Glennon Doyle originally who said it, but she says, I can do hard things. Mm -hmm. 
and I have changed it now because now I do that all the time but now I'm starting to say I can do scary things right because oh shit I can't do this (laughs) yeah yeah because I'm letting fear talk me out of so many things and like streaming live streaming while I do a podcast is terrifying to me but literally right before I was like I can do scary things and then I did it right you ever it's really all in your head like a hundred percent like one thousand percent yes and you know I taught yoga um what was it Wednesday and honestly right before god damn it it says this meeting's gonna end don't let me forget I'll finish the story I'm so annoyed also when Irene when I recorded with her it's it limited me because we're on zoom it limited me to 40 minutes and I as soon as it said I had a minute left I turned so pale I was like I feel so (laughs) poor right now (laughs) and I just told her that I was a renter and now my fucking zoom time is limited I was like sorry I didn't get the pro (laughs) I know I was like "Mm," because I used to do that even I worked at AT AT&T and they didn't even have the pro they used to just tell us oh guys the means about I'll just start another one that makes me feel better because when I told Irene I didn't know she could see it too but I was like mid-sentence and I was like fuck it's about to cut me off and she was like yeah the the time limit (laughs) a dollar company didn't buy the zoom subscription okay like literally it's easy it's the cheapest thing two minutes left I'm like what the hell I thought this meeting was Two hours. Like, oh, 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 guys, the and the meeting's probably gonna kick everybody out. I'm just gonna send everybody another link. Okay, <laughs> whatever. So yeah, bitch, don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let me hop off and send you another. We still got like eight minutes. I feel like we should do another. <laughs> this is so. I don't even remember what I was talking about before this happened. Oh, you were teaching yoga. Oh yeah, and I didn't think anyone was gonna show up which is always a fear of mine, right? And also I kind of worked through it because I was like, whatever, no one sh- comes, I just leave. Like, it's really not that much stress about, you know, I just get to go home. That's the worst. And I'm like, yeah. Do what? What if like one person would have showed up? Um, I've had that happen several times actually. And whenever they, the first time it happened, it was just one person. And it was this like younger guy. He's not single, he's married and he's never been inappropriate. So it wasn't awkward, but he's very shy. Mm-hmm. So whenever he came in and he's like back of the class and he said that actually, cause I was like, all right. And I, I don't want to say his name, but I was like, all right, you know, um, it looks like it's a one-on-one session today. And he was like, I'm <laughs> usually like back of the class. I was like, not today, babe. <laughs> Move it on up. <laughs> now we're dogs. So we did, we did a great class. And at the end of it, he was like, that was really good. Like I really enjoyed it. He was like, I, I was really nervous about doing a one-on-one at first. And I was like, see, they're just as scared as you. Like, I would have took it as a win. Me being the person I am, I would have took it as a win. I would have came in to like go to yoga class and I see I'm the only person that showed up. I would have been like, yes. Right. Well, and the, the to- other couple of times I did it, one of the women was like, I like doing it a lot. Like that was a nice one on one, which was really cool. And then the other woman was like, thank you so much for like giving me your time. And I was like, it, it's the same energy if I do it for one person or like, right. 10. People. I'm still doing the fucking exercise, you know, like, but I guess you feel more, it feels more like personal, I guess. Yeah, no, hundred percent. The experience is different, but like, it was not like for her to thank me seems like unnecessary, but appreciated because she's so, you know, she was so sweet, but yeah. So when I thought no one was going to show up, 
people showed up from the other day because we had this like new whatever it was like a it was actually really cool it was like a sampler a gym sampler they did like 30 minutes of each class Ooh, so these nice. three people who came from there were coming and they just come walk in and I had the biggest class that I'd had yet mm -hmm. and I was like fuck well I've got <laughs> now I'm not meant to prepare you know I was smoking before right comfortable but having like one or two people you know right, right. and I think <laughs> I was getting around like six has been about standard which is pretty good because when I took over it's like there was no yoga program so we're not I'm kind of building from scratch um, look at you I, see I know oh girl I've got updates for you with that too but yeah so all these people start coming in and I realize it's like my old students and then there's all these new people who've never done yoga so the script that I had the sequence that I had was out the window because I was like these people can't do that I was thinking it's right. someone who had been coming every week <laughs> but I've never you know when I first started I had I printed like five pages of poses and I lined them up all along with like the pictures and everything because there's like a sequence builder that you can pay for which I did I paid like a hundred dollars for it and I was doing that in the beginning and I would have it all lined up along my yoga mat. There was like five pages. And then finally I started like shrinking it down to one. And then I started writing it down and I was writing them myself and not using online. Mm -hmm. So then this, I've never gone in there without a plan ever. And I always said like, one day I will. So I see these people walking in and I can feel the anxiety like swelling up in my chest. And I was like, oh fuck, okay. Like that's the worst thing ever when you know you can do it, but it's like, fuck, stop. It's like you like, hear a conversation, like stop it. Like, you know, you yes. can do this. Why are you doing this to yourself right now? Yes. And let me tell you something. The reason that I thought about this and it was fresh on my mind is because I've been watching the Kardashians and I told you, and we're going to talk about it. Kim is going through her spiritual journey. She was doing all of these things and I was watching the, the first season the other day of her doing all the things that she was like, like Saturday Night Live. Were you watching yeah, the episode? Yeah, I, that's pretty much where I stopped. I watched the episode. So okay, I the so she, she's going to Saturday Night Live and you hear her say time and time again that she's not funny. And I'm mm -hmm. like, who told you you weren't funny? I'm guessing Kanye. But she says it a lot, right? And she's doubting herself. And I heard it and I was like, damn. Even like, I think her family told her she wasn't funny, funny too. Cause like in the confessional, Courtney was like, when at the picnic, when mm -hmm. Kim announced that she got the, um, she got the position or whatever, Courtney was like, well, me and Chloe have always been considered the funny ones. Right. But Kim is related to us, so I guess, you know, it'll trickle down. So, like, on top of her, probably Kanye. Right. Everybody else has always probably never laughed at her jokes. Right. She's never been the funny person in the family. So, like, everybody's confused as to how she got the funny role type thing. Right. And first of all, let me just say this to Courtney. Courtney, the story's not about you. None of it okay. is. <laughs> <laughs> this story's not about you. The show's not. Go have your own life. When she was like... Well, you haven't gotten there yet, but she's like, I don't understand why people just don't see the fairy tale that is my love. Like, bitch, because all y'all do is lick each other. <laughs> no one fucking cares. Like, I'm happy for you. I'm glad she found peace and happiness. That's dope. But holy shit, none of us have to care as much as you do. Let it go. Move right. aside and let Kim have her moment of breaking through and realizing she's funny. Right. And she's a powerhouse, dude. Like, right. anyway, so I channeled that energy. Right. And she had a couple parts on SNL that were funny. Yeah. Like she was I, funny. Thought I, I was surprised because I watched like a couple of like snippets. I was like, this is a lot funnier than what I expected. Right. So that's what, and I'm, that's what I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to channel 
that energy, right? So when I get in there, I see people coming in. I was like, the literal, the last thing I did before I was like, all right, welcome to class was I took a big breath in and I said, <laughs> I could do scary things. <laughs> I let it go. I was like, all right, here we go. And I did it with no like script or anything. I just led the class mm-hmm. and it was a beautiful class. Like it was, it felt so good. Mm-hmm. And I could see the growth. Like I could see my confidence building because I remember when I first, the first yoga class I ever taught was like my, I mean, you really, you don't become a teacher until you teach a class, but like right. I didn't do any training or anything. All my shit was online. So I'd never led any class until they just put me in there and it was like, all right, go teach. Like, and then also, and like the people coming to you, there are a lot of them are beginners. So like, mm-hmm. They don't even know that you're doing something wrong. And I learned that a lot in um, a lot of like my college classes and presenting and stuff like that. They always like reiterate, like, don't let anybody know you're doing something wrong <laughs> because they don't know unless you let them know you're doing something like, so just play it off. So yes, that if you, you know, you're doing a position and you slippers and you're like, oh, fuck, they're going to be like, what, you know, what happened? Did something, but if you just like, oh, you know, play it off as you were trying to do it or, you know then it's going to be like, oh, okay, it's just part of the routine or, you know, right. just keep it going. But we were talking about pretty much, oh, it, re- it made me, re- it reminded me of imposter syndrome pretty much. So what, what did, uh, what we were talking about uh, before you were like, you were going into your yoga class and you were like, I don't think I can do this. And I was like, definitely hundred percent impossible heavy imposter syndrome yes also don't snap back into what we were talking about just like <laughs> i've been trying to get you back on track for 30 minutes I, we're about to have to switch back over our meeting's gonna be over <laughs> well it's unlimited it's a limited trial so we can we, we both have the day i'm about to have to enter in my credit card information if you don't hurry the fuck up. damn <laughs> i'm gonna just have to buy a pro I should just do it. That would be such a fucking flex. Imagine me interviewing Irene a second time and her being like, do we need a call back? And I'm like, no. Actually, we don't. (laughs) Actually. No, I have Zoom pronouns. (laughs) I don't mean to brag too much, but, you know. Not to two mom, but two, two. I'm not even gonna be relatable anymore once I have Zoom, bro. Like, don't talk to me. That's like I have Amazon Prime. Like, we're in a different. I'm in a different bracket, baby. <laughs> even though my packages don't come in two days, it's I, it's just the fact that I have it. They're supposed to. <laughs> I should be getting. I'm paying for two days shipping. Okay. When it's on, when it's, when it's working how it is, I get my packages in two days. <laughs> When the employees aren't boycotting because they aren't allowed to use bathrooms during the shift. Right. Shipping. All my packages. Shipping. <laughs> I don't know her. Can't relate. Well, I did have my, I was using my ex-husband and then he was poor too. <laughs> I still use, ooh, I almost said his name. I still use uh, my ex's uh, Walgreens. <laughs> oh yeah bitch, same. Well, I don't know how I remember his number from 2009 but I do also right. can I just say zero out of ten on marrying a, a poor man absolutely the fuck not I definitely regret that I definitely could have planned better I saw a post it was like don't, don't marry care. a man at his lowest 
let me not because I have no clue what the quote said. But it was just like, don't do it. <laughs> That's can I tell you something? Look, this is we're going back to human design now. Oh, oh my god, I wish I had my fucking phone. I'm gonna make a TikTok about it because it's um the it's called the Liberator. And I talked to BB. I actually have it on a recording. I might have to go through and edit it. Is that lightning? I may have to go back through and or I'm having a seizure. I may have to go back through and edit it, but we were talking about how I feel the need to save everyone. And she was like, I don't know if you feel the need to save everyone or are you just afraid to go by yourself? And I was like, I do hear you. Like, I do hear what you're saying, but (laughs) no, it really boils down to like, I, I want to take everyone with me. I want like, I, we eat type thing, you know, like the people who have been there for right. me, I want them to come with me. But a lot of times it slows me down. And that's why I've been like cutting cords and shit because a lot of times it slows me down because I, I want my friends to come with me and I try to convince them to believe in me. And, you know, it's like, I have these big ideas. I want, I want you to go up with me, you know, come up with me. Like, so when I talk about, with my friends, she's talking about wanting to ride in a plane or whatever. I was like, what would you do if you could ride in a private plane? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, that's fucking goals. And I was like, well, let's manifest it. Like the two of us together, like let's, let's do it. And, and I want that so badly. It's just, I but mean, I guess it's really, it too, the way <clears throat> they have to also want it too. And that's the thing is I haven't really had anyone yet. And we go through phases, but it, I think that's why people fall away from me so much. And I hope that yeah. doesn't offend anyone if they're listening, but like, I mean, no, same here. And then again, same, like, it's not, I don't purposely pull away from people. It's just like, you naturally just grow apart. I start to have those bigger, just bigger things than what you are wanting. So it's like, eventually we, while we once were like here, now I'm up here and you're still thinking here. So eventually we're going to grow apart because our mindset are just not, our mindsets are just not the same anymore right and it it does that's not to say that it can't happen i'm putting on a jacket i'm cold it's not to say that it can't happen um again and i actually on the subject i was talking to uh one of my friends who kind of disappeared what like a year ago maybe two years ago it was really at the beginning of my like spiritual journey where I really leveled up and was like, okay, I realized that I was at the point of no return. And it was like, I'm really going to embrace this and like study this and find out what, what the fuck is going on. So kind of stopped fault. We stopped talking and she kind of just disappeared and we never addressed, like we never had a conversation. I had no idea what I did. And I was so confused because, and my abandonment issues had already been triggered because this was right after I got cheated on and left you know so I'm already like what the fuck like why do people just leave and not say anything you know like and I guess really now that I'm saying it I hear myself of like that's what happened with the with TikTok when I made that TikTok it was because I was like bro like I'm not just gonna fucking leave and not say anything that's not in me I don't do that even to people I've never fucking met and if that's not like if that's not someone else's style, that's totally okay. But I promise you, I'm not changing it because it doesn't sit right with me. I can't just not tell people what I'm fucking doing. It feels disrespectful. And I it's yeah. the worst feeling to be on the other end of. I had to do the reverse of that. And I feel so shitty about it because I was queen ghoster. Like, well, it's just the, you know, we've talked about the avoidant and the anxious and whatever. No, A it was just of- really because I'm a shitty person. Like, 
once I was kind of just, no, <laughs> it was just like, once I didn't want to talk to you, I would just wake up one day and just like, I don't really want to talk to this person anymore. Yeah, but there's a reason, you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason that you, that you handle things that way, because if you really look at it, and I'm working with one of my friends who's an avoidant now, and we talk about it a lot, just in general, but I learned so much from her. And she'll tell me like she panicked recently. She was like, I, I started panicking because I could feel that we were starting to get close. And she was like, every instinct in my body was like, pull away, like leave. Yeah. It's not safe. You're, For you're me, like, I didn't, I just didn't want, I didn't want that. I didn't want you to begin to feel. So it was just, and then also I got bored. So it's just like, I was kind of obsessed with the, you know, at the beginning stages of, you know, just the excitement of meeting somebody new and just, but so I was obsessed with that phase. So like once it yeah. started, comfortable and old it was like okay on to the next but there's a reason for that too you know what I mean like this is what I remember at the beginning of 2020 when all the shit happened was when I really started hearing people like I I got the message I guess is what it was was to ask the question why and just keep asking like why 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 do you feel that way why do you think that way why so when you say like I got bored okay why why were you bored because it wasn't new anymore. I just want I just love the new. Why, why do you associate like only new things with good things? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. why do you think that old things are bad or that you need to up, constantly update things? Like, what is that coming from? And you don't have to know the answer right now. But once I started asking myself and just digging, like, that's when I feel like the podcast even started to like evolve and you could see it honestly if you go back and look at the content like even the the titles and the way that the format and stuff the things that we were talking about that's what it was was I was recording these deep ass fucking questions that I was having about myself and my life and the fucking universe like just huge revelations that I was having and as I was getting to know myself I realized like, this is what we're talking about, like blocks and things like that. I started doing yoga. I started creating space and looking at the things in my life that were toxic and what I need to do. Right. And then, and it just builds. I mean, you know, like you're on the yeah. same journey. Like, yeah, literally like, cause like I said, I used to, I used to be queen ghost there because I think, so when I, and then I had to do a lot of self-discovery because I did realize after a while, I one, I was kind of scared to say how I felt because I don't know why maybe I don't know it was like not scared of rejection but criticism maybe or I don't know what it's something I don't want you that's the thing so keep asking like what was it like I that's the first thing I broke down and was like okay why am I I don't want to tell people how I feel because I'm afraid of the response not like I care about the response I care but I don't kind of thing so it's just like I don't want to deal with conflict. It was like, I don't want to deal with conflict kind of thing because if I tell you, I don't want to talk to you anymore, then you might hit me with the, well, why and this and why then I'm going to have to deal with, so I don't want to deal with conflict. So that's why I kind of realized it came from, from that part. And then two, I had to, I had to realize like conflict doesn't equal bad. You can tell somebody what you feel without it being like mean or being a bitch. And that was the other thing. I didn't want to be conflict. Yeah. I didn't want to be like, oh, she's a bitch. She's, she's an asshole this is next because I don't know where she don't want to talk to me anymore so so I didn't want to be looked at as an asshole so once you realize like you're you can say how you feel without being an asshole it's just the way right. you say it so I had to realize so you can say how you can you can say exactly how you feel and then also was too involved with other people's feelings so I was also thinking like damn I'm gonna hurt their feelings and this isn't that and oh my god they're gonna feel so bad and they put all this stuff up but then about what about my feelings so I had to go back to that too. Like, you know what that is at the root, and I didn't realize it. 
it's people pleasing. Yeah. Definitely. Which is so sick because I never, ever, 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 ever would have classified myself as a people pleaser ever. Me either. But when you break it down, you really are. You don't realize it until you break it all the way down. Right. I, I was a people pleaser either. But then when I broke it down, I was like, damn, I kind of was a people pleaser. I would. Yeah, like, have you met us? If you've met either one of us for more than 10 minutes, I promise you'll be you, like, oh. <laughs> But right, like who the fuck? No, like I can't even please myself. How do you think I can please other people? Like, geez. and there people it is, honestly, her. by the way. <laughs> go with the flow, just go with whatever they say, Becca. Hell, like you and you, like Taylor, fuck no, like you wouldn't right. even. Right. And it's, I mean, it's that's what it is, is like sacrificing. And there's an episode, I think it's of Manifestation Babe, which if you ever listen to the podcast, you know that I'm obsessed with her podcast, but um, she has an episode where they talked about good girl myths I think is the name of the episode and when I listen to it holy shit I'm gonna I probably have sent it to you but I'll send it to you just in case yeah because holy shit it's like breaking down like the need to be a good girl and when I started looking at that that's why the feminism is just oozing out of every orifice in my fucking body because I'm just like I'm mad. And when we talk about like oppressed, obviously I'm speaking to a black female. Like I don't, you know, oh, we had the balling right? back and forth on Snapchat. Yes. And that's what like, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not like, I've been crying tears and I, there's no way for me to say this, but I swear to God, it sounds cringe, but I mean it like truly I cry tears for other people's oppression. Like I, because I know how it feels and I like, and I know that mine is not the fucking worst. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I am well aware that I'm only at level three. It's like being in junior high and crying about school sucking. And then a college kid being like, yeah, school does suck. And it's like, bruh, like, I'm not right. even here yet. And I know this shit sucks. Like, right. You know, like, y'all been through it. Like, you not know, you fucking know. Right. So it's, it's just, but. Oh, I also saw a quote in regards to, um like, speaking your mind, even though you don't want to be a bitch. It's yeah. just like. Speak your mind no matter how low your voice is and I had to come to I had to remember that shit too because like it used to be like I don't uh, like uh, I don't mind even if your voice shakes I heard that yeah, that's what it is yes. there we go. I like See, both of them we're here that's no yes. that's the, the quote I just couldn't remember exactly what yes. it said but yeah speak your mind even if your voice shakes so it was just yes. like yes and, and I, I'm like shit I don't want to say this but I'm but I can I, get it out yeah that honestly I swear to God Taylor that was the I mean probably two weeks ago I heard that and I was like damn that because that like struck a nerve with me and damn that's like, damn like maybe four days ago I was like damn that yeah but that's, that's when I started saying I can do scary things instead of I can do hard things it was like I like I it is scary but I can move through that and I taught a yoga class and the theme was move through fear like mm-hmm true like also that's what I was going to say too so when I was taking uh my yoga classes pretty re- on the regular at Southern Miss uh-huh. I had this teacher she was my favorite and like so whenever we went in at the end of the um the um damn what's the word I'm looking for through the transitions what's the name of it the flow at the end of the flow when we were at um like corpse pose uh-huh. she would pull out a thing of lavender and she'd be like if I will you know I'll put lavender on anybody's wrist if you don't want it you know, let me know if you do want to just raise your wrist up. I'll give you a dab of lavender. And then she like explained the benefits of lavender. So I think that would be like a nice little quality to add just some aromatherapy. So it was like a little aromatherapy. aromatherapy. I fucking, it was amazing. That okay. was that's her at the top of my list for yoga teachers. 
Really? Okay. Well, I'm adding that right now. I'm writing that down um, because I've also been thinking about the environment. And this is, is, this is something I wrote down for us to talk about was for our space, like creating um, a nice space for yourself. And I told you I'm redecorating. You can kind of see it. It's only halfway done and it's not cohesive yet. Like it's kind of all over the place, but I just have been taking things that I like and putting them up. And I don't care if it looks good because I'm the only one who fucking lives here. So, you know what I mean? Like, right this is I my can do what I want yes finding that freedom but realizing how important because I'm telling you the eight dollars I spent on pillows and the you know five dollars I spent on paint to redo everything like has given me this huge boost of energy I feel so happy when I'm at home in my space like I forget how important having that space is for yourself and I feel like creating a good environment for yoga is kind of the same thing like it's, oh, you know like your atmosphere is important definitely definitely like even when um my ex moved or whatever and I was just left with the house and I threw all his shit out I yeah. just had to make the like that was part of the healing for me just put making it my own because I kept waking up seeing like our house and our yep. shit like wasn't doing it for me so like I had to throw away like everything that was ours and bring in everything that was mine so like I felt so like the day I walked in it was like mainly 80 like 95 percent my shit it just felt that shit the energy was 10 times different yes I just felt it like oh my god now this is my space I got rid of like especially like because we had a toxic relationship so being able to throw away all literally uh, just throw away the relationship yeah and in all new shit all new like all of me like this is I brought in my rug like just being able to express myself just yes. yeah that, I just was amazing and I'm all about like creating like nice spaces too so like I'm always have incense I'm always have a candle lit I always have yes. to have something going like okay just, so it's when you talk about that, this is why I say human design covers everything because they talk about your um, like your strongest sense, I think maybe is the one it's under, but it tells you like your digestion and all this stuff. But one of them talks about like the atmosphere, like that is one of the um, qualities that you could have is like your, I call it your shell because I'm a cancer and I always say that like my shell is really important to me, you know, like my little house, but your atmosphere is important. So like sense of smell, think of all your like senses is a really big one so like touch for me is a big one so like physical touch is my love language yeah. I love this jacket like I'm obsessed with it because it just makes me feel cozy and I don't ever wear it out in public it's like a home house jacket that's just soft and the pillows and everything and I remember when I was talking to one of my friends it was like even when because I, I studied interior design for a semester and mm -hmm. I could have loved it a different life I would have loved it but it just wasn't this one but when we studied it it talks about patterns like uh textures that you're supposed to use like various textures because it can create a different like feel and create warmth or whatever you're like whatever you're going for different textures right different things so I started doing that like I started making sure that I had things with you know like weird textures or literally yeah like yeah, fuzzy stuff and what and like it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about it. and it's I made a I recorded this because I was going to put it on TikTok too um, I record stuff all the time. I think I'm going to put it on TikTok and then I don't, but I did make the video <laughs> because this side of my living room, if you could see it, this side of my living room looks a certain way and has certain colors. And then over here, it's a completely different vibe, mm -hmm. but it all matches. And I yeah. looked and I kept saying like, it's going to be cohesive one day, but cohesion. And I keep doing this, like I, me and BB at the readings the other day, we were like, I was like, if I could just get my two 
things together, which is why this is such a big step to be live streaming and to be recording. Cause I, I put, I feel like I put on two different hats and probably two different like personalities. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like a different interpretation of my personality, but it, it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I need it's to so be. Funny. We're de- it's like, we're almost the same person. So I initially, my major was fashion merchandising. And I, I, that, too. I was a merchandise. I was fashion merchandising for a semester or maybe a year, yeah. maybe a year. And then I, I switched to marketing because I was like, uh, I'm not going to get a job with fashion mark, but fashion is like, was I wanted to be, initially, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Like that was right. From the, like I took the, like the fashion, the fashion design Votech we had in high school, like everything, all that shit. Like that was my initial goal. And I was initially planning to go to art school and like that kind of thing, but scholarships mm, don't exist. That right. shit is high. So I initially, so then I just marketing because I noticed pretty much with fashion design and marketing, they had the same degree plan as Southern Miss pretty minus a few like your major classes. So I was like, I can do a lot more with, with the marketing and I can still get into fashion merchandising with a marketing degree. And then right. so I, was, I switched over, but I was like, and at one point I looked at interior design and I was just like, mm, well, can mm. I tell you something? This actually that wraps it all up. I was having a conversation about this at work with a guy yesterday because we were talking about what I do and like when people ask me what I want to do and and what what I like what what I am is like an artist or a creative. Like that right. is what I identify with. And I was trying to explain this to another guy at work too who just doesn't get it. And he was like, "What do you do? Like how do you make money?" I was like, "I make money here, but like I'm working on stuff to make money, right. you know." And, whatever like my funding my passion so my passion could fund me type shit you know and he just didn't get it and I was like but I'm a creative like it doesn't matter what outlet it comes out of right I'm oh and that's I was like I don't you know I don't know if you never been in my room damn so like basically my room is exactly what you were describing it was a, a shit ton of patterns but it all made sense like right. it went so I had to do it like piece by piece and I think uh-huh. I have a video I send it to you but it's like it was all kind of different shit but it made sense right but you have to get it to get it <laughs> kind right. Of thing. So right. like, it's crazy but it really goes together 100 percent. yes and I wrote down on this that because I keep saying like this has been a big issue for me is bringing these two worlds together or bringing all these different parts of myself together because I always said I have, there's a lot of dichotomy and I'm very like, uh, I feel like an oxymoron a lot of times. Like I'm this very maternal being to my friends, but I always feel like a really shitty mom and I don't identify. What? I don't, yeah. I don't identify as like a good mother. Like I feel like I'm the fun aunt That's and I think it's crazy. Weird. I've heard you say a hundred percent. If I wanted, like I told you looking at Maddox makes me like kind of second guess having a kid. Cause I'm like, he's the most polite like intelligent child he's so cute I was like are you crazy the issue is oh that was so sweet yeah I'm like Maddox is love he is so cute well it's my biggest insecurity and I pictured now I'm going off track but I pictured um him getting older and going to therapy and telling his therapist like she oh my god they said the exact same word for word that is scary. You said that? So my sister. So my, cause like, she's super like, super like soft on my nephew. And she was like, I don't just don't want him to grow up and go to therapy and be like, my mother did this and did that. Yeah. Because it's like my biggest fear. And I pictured him being like, well, she, 
was capable of being a mom to everyone other than her actual fucking kid. Like literally my mom, my son, no, my, my sister was saying like, pretty much word for word. She was like, I just don't want him to feel like I failed him or he go to therapy and be like, I was a bad mom or my mom traumatized. I didn't want to, she was like, yeah. I don't want to, I'm on him. So like she let um, him get away with a lot of shit probably shouldn't have but it's just she that's pretty much what she said like I don't want him to grow up and have to go to therapy and tell the therapist that you know I yeah. didn't, I was there's down so to- many ways to fuck up your kid and yeah. and shit happened to him regardless of whether he was right so it's just terrifying and in the end I think really what we should take from it is it doesn't matter how you fucking parent them shit happens the way it happens honestly even it's gonna be the so like for my situation it was the same thing he came from uh, you know or you know great fam- you know all that mom would is they're confused kind of thing right. like did I do something wrong we right. gave that's life you know this this and this this you know like what happened kind of thing and they're kind of blaming their stuff but like you said at the end of the day there's only so much you can teach at the end some of that is going to just come from experience and just making your own personal decision so and mental health exactly <laughs> like, like- get help people if you if you feel away but like so like you said it's only so much but again I don't have a child so I don't also sympathize with it or because I can see how you want to make sure you're you know you're responsible for this person and how they turn out so if they add is did I what did I do wrong kind of thing but also it it comes a lot you know it's a lot more that goes into how they turn out environment you know thing who they hang around it could you know because you see that all the time people will have come from the best family and do the craziest shit and you're just wondering what happened type of thing so that's why I always try to just like reiterate to my sister and stuff like that like you're a great mother right regardless my nephew of course I hate you like right you know what really happened I let my ex-husband get into my head because I think he projected a lot of that which I realized later without putting him on blast like He's projecting all his little mommy issues on me and that's got nothing to do with me. So I am realizing that, but that's what I'm saying. That brings me back, like integrating the two. I'm looking up at my bamboo. I have my what little, little Oh, integrating the two. Is that what I'm saying? Oh, I looked up at my lucky bamboo and it's wound together. And it's funny that we were just talking about integrating, but that's why I want, I've, I've been struggling with that is what I'm saying and I was trying to put myself into a box and then I realized I don't fucking have to be so now all of the people that I'm seeing um are like I just saw a, a commercial for a documentary about Shania Twain and it was like you know she pushed things outside of the line and she did things that women couldn't do and I was like that's what I want to be like that's what I want to do I want to be the person who pushes the limits and it makes me really fucking scared that there's no one that I see that there's no one out there doing the things that I want to do and the vision that I see for myself like I don't see any I've never seen anyone do it before you know right so it feels scary but then I hear all these really successful people on tv doing whatever that like that's what they say is like yeah it feels Mm -hmm. really scary until you do it and then she's a trailblazer she's a whatever and Kim Kardashian same thing like she took a bad fucking hand and she turned it into what whatever your opinion of her is. She's got a right. fucking jet. She's got her own plane. Um, with the the girl, the little catch me outside girl. This bitch is a millionaire now. <laughs> oh god, that's a whole nother story. But, re- but she did, like she did right. it. How if, she you did. Can, if you can make your wealth last, I mean the Kardashians have been making money consistently for the last what decade plus. Yeah. Probably like, 
15 ish years, something like that. So whatever, you know, like whatever, deal with it. So that's what I'm trying to see. But then to see the new Kardashians when they were talking about like Kim breaking free. I mean, you can see very clearly she's having a spiritual awakening. She lets go of him, right? She cuts him off and then Mm -hmm. she makes space and she's like, this is the year of me. And then in comes the nicest guy she's ever been with. Like, right. You know, like that's how it works. Like she she realized what she was worth. She stopped accepting less. And I'm not saying that he's going to be perfect and it won't, you know, whatever. I don't fucking know. But as of right now, she made the right decisions for herself and no one else and then was immediately rewarded you hear her talk about it like all the shit that she's getting she gets snl and all these things and she's like this is so crazy this is vision board i manifested this she's like this is vision board stuff and it's like dude she's doing all i'm doing all the things she's doing i've seen progress i have enough faith in the process and in myself that i know it is Mm -hmm. inevitable it's just a matter of time so i've just started putting one foot in front of the fucking other in the work like that's all you can like work and then just just put out good energy right and then just like you said just make sure you're putting out like good that's pretty much all I did like because I realized a lot of this the reason stuff was going wrong for me was because of me so once I feel like figured out resolutions and solutions to how I can fix me and put out better energy and all that stuff I started seeing results like I got a new job I was hard it's like just good shit started coming because I was putting out nothing but good shit, nothing but good, honest energy. Like I stopped ghosting people. Like if somebody right. asked me how they felt, I told them the truth. Like all of the the, the things like, yeah. I, and that was, oh my God, first time I told, the first time I didn't go somebody and actually told them I didn't want to talk to you anymore. And these are the reasons why my heart was right. being so fast for no, for no reason. I'm like you said, I'm thinking, oh my, I'm thinking you're going to cuss me out. I'm just expecting all these messages back, all these different, you know, responses when the response so I pretty much um I text this guy like I don't want to you know I want to focus on myself this is net instead of because I was getting that was getting old you know right the whole just talk yeah the feel of void kind of thing that was getting so I just pretty much told him that like I don't want to talk to you anymore and I want to kind of focus on myself and I I was so terrified so like (laughs) I'm so anxiety ridden but no yeah like I was saying so like anytime I have to send like a risky message or some shit like that uh-huh. I will turn, I will, so, you know, like on iPhone, you can turn off the alerts from people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will turn off like the, I will hide alerts. So that way I can like go look at the message whenever I get ready to go look at it kind of thing. Cause I'm just, does that, that not just, give you more anxiety? But no, it feels like it gives me a little bit of control. Cause like, okay, so I'll send a message and then I'll turn off the alerts for the person. So I'll see a message, but I get to decide when I read it. Cause I have it set up to where like my messages pop up. So I just, you know, I see them when they pop up. So I turn that off. So I can just go look at it when I get ready to look at it. If that makes sense. It makes sense, but it sounds way worse for me. That sounds like my nightmare, my literal nightmare. Cause if it's like bad news, I have to like, I don't want it to just pop up in my face. Bad news. kind of. Oh, thing. well, bitch. No, I do get that because when the bad thing happened last week, all I got was screenshots with pictures that were like it in yeah. my face, you know, that was just like, bruh, not, not only do I not want to know, um, especially from some of the people who sent it right. to me, like, what makes you think that we, like, I have not talked to you in a long time. And the first message you're going to come out with right. is some bad news. In Even my when face. I, like, I, I, what were you going that's when for? I text you, I had was, to like, you see, I was trying to verify first before I right. even came with it. I was like, let me even, cause I might be tripping. <laughs> right i might be 
might be just reading this wrong. Maybe I got the info. Let me just verify some stuff real before I just come at you with it. That's why I was asking you, like, is that? <laughs> yeah, which luckily the person who told me about it was a person who, I don't even want to give this life because I don't want, <sighs> anyway. That, yeah, that can be a side conversation. <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation and we will get there. But, um, oh my God. Okay. What were you saying you have anxiety about? Oh, no, okay. um, just, oh, so that's what it was. So yeah, when I, um, when I was send messages or like when I first told somebody, like, instead of ghosting them, how exactly how I feel, I was terrified. I was just going through my head about all these responses I'm about to get. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like taking the yeah. steps. So, and then it was crazy because the response ended up being actually, okay. I a hundred percent understand. I respect that. I was like, shit. Right. And that's how I it did. felt when I made the, the video and posted it and people were commenting. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. I didn't look at it to begin with because I wasn't ready. But then when I finally did go back and look, I was like, everyone's being really supportive and nice. Like some of the messages, I took a screenshot and I tried to respond because I was like, I want to thank them and show people that like, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day because you care about a random stranger on the internet. Like that's really nice of you, you know? But some of them, one of them stood out that was like, you're not a robot yeah. sent here to entertain us. And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly what it feels like for sure. Or just like in your daily life when, cause like you're such, uh, or just like both of us were such like laughy, laughy, you know, always on a joke. If we ever come into work one day, you know, in a, a different mood other than that, it's going to be a million questions. Like I can't, I can feel a different way. <laughs> That's like, exactly, I can, can I tell you something? I'm speaking up for myself it has been a big message. Like when you said, when your voice shakes, so I've been trying to speak up for myself and really like let people know that it's not acceptable to speak to me this way, but in a very healed way, because before I would have just lost my shit on you. But now I do it in a way that honestly, you can't argue with. And that feels good. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I've learned that as well. So it's like, cause I, again, I used to relate saying how you feel to being mad and angry and like losing it type shit so it's like if you say it in a way with all facts in the most calmest manner there's really nothing (laughs) like there's nothing to say like I told you exactly how I feel I laid it right out on the table I wasn't mad I wasn't angry I just stated facts there was no emotion out of it right it was tragic so like anything past that is something you have to deal with and I had to learn that too because again I was Right. I was yes, so focused and, on it. But that's when I, I went to work the other day and one of the guys, when I walked in, made a comment about how I wasn't like smiling or something like that. And I was like, oh yeah, like, oh, you know, I got shit going on. But he made a comment and I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said something along the lines of like implying that my happiness was fake because mm-hmm. I came in in a bad mood. So he was like, oh yeah, like I knew that that was a front type thing. Like that you act all happy and nice, but you're really not like, and I turned around and was like, I'm allowed to have emotions and I'm not here for your entertainment. Right. Like, Damn. But it was, just, you know, it was just like, fuck, bro. You're not, I'm not here for your entertainment. I'm not here to entertain right. you. I'm, human. I'm here to make money. Who are you? You're a coworker. And then, right, and then we both been servers. We go to tables and we have some days we don't come in in the fucking mood. And they just right. think you're, you're written on your goddamn forehead. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to do a job. I don't feel like juggling no goddamn balls or telling you a joke. What do you want right. to Right. I'm not on your for you page. Leave. I'm not here. I'm like, not here to entertain you for the next hour. Like y'all came here to eat. Fucking the food. You're here for the food. Yeah. You're here for the food, and I'll serve you. But like, no, I don't want to laugh at your jokes. Right. I don't want to go through all that. Like I'm still a human, and I, I shouldn't be tipped. My money shouldn't be affected. And they literally like, well, she was, 
she was in a bad mood so I'm gonna you know deduct from her tip but like again I'm not an entertainer if you want to see some entertainment you maybe you need to go to an opera because <laughs> period a bit- well, and you know you know it's funny because I realized that like right after that happened I walked into work the next day and realized as a server um serving dehumanizes you a lot oh yeah the many of tears I've shed in the bathroom and then went out to my table right and I just kind of <laughs> thought that was normal but now that I think it's about not. it Maddox he made a comment one day when we were at Sonic and I he had spilled something all over the car and then when I turned around because the person was walking up to the front and I turned around and started talking to him and was being normal and then when he walked away I turned back around and looked at Maddox and he was like you're really good at that and I was like at what he was like at pretending that nothing like is going wrong and I was like <laughs> I was like, uh, I know. Like, it does come from serving, though, because you walk to the back, you lose your shit, then you turn around, you go back up front, you put a smile on your face and pretend nothing happened. Everything tasting all right? Like, literally. Right. And also, my family did that my whole It's been just my whole fucking life. You have to pretend nothing's happening. Right. And, like, if something's going on, you deal with it after or just don't deal with it at all. But my, my thing also is, like, in this particular situation, <laughs> Sonic dude had nothing to fucking do with it. So if I would have turned around and taken my frustration out because Maddox spilled something in my car and turned around and bit a bitch to him, like, this right. dude didn't do anything. You know, he's fresh. So he needs to come in fresh. So it's like, hey, how are you? Be nice. And then we turn back around. Like, yeah, I can I can put my emotions on pause right. for a second and deal with the other shit and come back to it. I think it's growth. I, I think it's a mature thing to do. Not, I don't think it makes it's me not, fake it's or right. phony. It right. makes me capable of controlling my emotions. Yeah. So you're just, you just know how to control your, you just have to control your emotions at this point. Right. Damn. Because at one be- point it would have been missed who come in like we say being servers you see people who come in pissed off and you just sat down like what did I do right <laughs> like I I did nothing to you we just met so this is not my fight <laughs> like hey this is not this is nothing to do with me ah. and it I, does it happens it, a lot it happens mm-hmm. a lot but I have been speaking up for myself and I've got to say quite honestly and this is what the first thing I wrote down <clears> when we talk about was Leo season baby Oh, like I am embodying this like self-assured and it does really happen every Leo season I've got two Leo placements in my chart and it's my Venus which means that I just want to fuck and love everyone right now like I'm obsessed with love and everyone like people just oh I just want to absorb people and then yep. uh my Sagittarius Sagittarius I want to say I might be wrong though your Venus is yeah might be Sagittarius might be Scorpio I don't know I can't remember Oh my God. Well, I also have to tell you that <laughs> Wait, I, can tell you. I looked up um, one of my friend's charts and let me tell you something. He was sent here to fucking destroy me. Every time you said it, I die. Destroy <laughs> me. Like, oh my God. They entered it in the algorithm was like making her worst fucking nightmare. And here he comes. Someone is inviting me to go live with him. I'm going to go with no. Thank you, then. Who is that? I don't know. A stranger. <laughs> One TikTok. Um, no, wait. What were we saying? Oh, Leo season. Yeah, so my... And the other one is my um, Jupiter, which is one of the, like... I mean, there's a lot with Jupiter, but it's a social planet, essentially. So, like, it's making me boss up and want to be the baddest bitch and unapologetic for the, for the way that I feel like that combo together is a lot for people to handle. So I'm a lot, I'm a lot for people to deal with right now. And I'm thrilled about it to be quite oh, honest. Yeah. I'm adjusting my I actually have a surprise one. You what? 
I have no Leo in my chart. Wait. So yeah, my Venus is in Sagittarius. My um my Jupiter is in Scorpio. That's what it was. Eek. He also <laughs> has a Scorpio <laughs> Venus in this. Actually, no, he has a he has a Virgo Venus. Do I have Virgo in my chart? I don't have Virgo in my chart either. Actually. Like Capricorn. Yeah, that's all- four oh, Capricorns. Yeah, I have four Capricorns too. I have four Capricorns, three Sag, two Scorpio. A Taurus, Aquarius, and an Aries. Damn, that's a nice well-rounded chart. It's not though, because of where the placements are. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Like, <laughs> maybe in a different place that would be fine. Oh my god. Okay. Well, um, your homework is to look up human design because we're gonna record a podcast about it, and I'm also going to um make TikToks about it, but. I mean, I feel like, honestly, I feel like we talked about everything really that I wanted to talk about aside from journaling. And my only disclosure is to just write down everything that you're going through, because that was one of the things I talked about in the TikTok yeah. that I had my mental breakdown in. I don't want to call it that um, because it wasn't really, it wasn't really it's that a, I was, it, yeah, I, was, I want to say a breakdown is more so like, leave Brittany alone, <laughs> leave her alone. That's a breakdown that was the original mental breakdown it wasn't that it was just me showing emotion honestly that was that's hard for me to like even that's harder for me to, it's easier for me to say I was having a mental breakdown than to say I was showing emotion yeah but I mean I, the first time I saw you probably was like a months ago and I've known you for at this point like three years right <laughs> cry over fucking everything i literally saw a bee and a flower the other day and i cried i cried taylor i cried looking at sunsets like i'm a pussy now and i don't want to session say it like that but you know what i'm saying like oh back with yeah pussy but now <laughs> that's a, but now also i've also what came with me not being able to ghost people and finally speak my mind now i can't now i have word vomit so I can't help but speak my mind. So like if it, the smallest thing gets on my nerves, I, I'm trying, I can't contain it anymore. I have to let you know that it's getting on my nerves. And it's just like, I'm trying to, old me was able to like, oh, it's okay. Just throw right. it to the back, whatever. It's all yeah. good. But now like, since I've gotten so like, and it also comes with age too. Like you just learn yourself and cause I'm 28. So it came with just being older and being, yep. being, having, uh, what's the word? trusting yourself and just having more you know trust in yourself yeah. yeah so it just so once you figure out like I don't I'm too old for this I'm and especially when you deal with the same shit for multiple yep. years you're like yeah I've dealt with this three four five years I'm not dealing with this for another three four five years let me just nip this in the bud because and it is really weird because at one point you just wake up and like realize well, yourself you know, worse i was literally just gonna say you know what it boils down to and that's why i say leo season it's all heightened right now because leo is all about self-worth and that's what all of this stems from is feeling like you deserve to be treated that mm-hmm. way so even if it's subconsciously right. or feeling like you don't deserve more like things aren't that bad i can deal with right. it and i just listened to on the human design app she has these little like voice notes that she puts out every day i think and i didn't realize so i was going back through listening to them because there's a mm-hmm. ton um, but one of them was talking about like, even when things get good, it can always be better. And there's nothing right. wrong with wanting more and being like, you're not being selfish or being greedy. Like you can expand expansion always like keep, keep expanding. That's a good thing. And don't get ho- held back. We get held back by fear, obviously, right. but also don't get held back by blocking your blessing, so to speak, because mm-hmm. 
you don't think you're worthy of having those things for whatever reason, because you were told that or because whatever, like, so you think like, this is good enough. He's not beating me. So I should keep dating this guy. It's like, if you're not in bliss state, you can literally leave. And I know that's like a, that's a big statement, but I truly mean that. Like, it's not going to be bliss all the time, but if it doesn't bring you joy, more than it brings you unhappiness. Fuck it's and as it. simple as that. Like, it but we really is. Humans try to make it difficult because we start bringing in all these extra external factors, emotions, and fear. And, Mainly and fear. Fear was my biggest one. Hope and right. just like, or you know, all these thoughts and stuff like that. But when we really just, if you cut out emotion, or not, you only have to cut out because I hate when people say emotion versus logic when they when they right. really work together. It's a right. it's a nice medium to have an emo- to be an emotional and being logical is you, you can do it's really, they can't operate without the other, because if you're just all logic, no emotion, you're a psychopath. And right. if you're all emotion, you're a psychopath. So right. like, right. it's a nice, right. a nice for, for both. And you just have to find that. And it, it differs for everybody. So what, you know, while your emotion might be 70 and your logic is 30 right. and mine is 60, you know, 35, you just have to find what works for you, but you also have to make it make sense too. Right. Yeah. You have to and And the biggest thing is to realize that you don't just get there. Like you don't just find balance and you're like, Oh, thank God I found balance. Right. Like, no, it's, you have to do it all day, every day. And the times get shorter. That's one of the best part of what's happening to me right now is like, I'm really I want to speak on it because like when you said earlier, you wanted to send gratitude, you're like, I just have to send some gratitude up because like, I'm ta- I'm appreciating what I've got. This is me doing that. Like I appreciate because it was not fucking easy. And my awareness I have I built over a lot of years and it I've gotten there and then I've fallen away. So I'm not saying I won't fall back into, you know, like we get, it, it gets harder. It gets harder. Like things, things come in, you know? And that's why I said like this big traumatic thing happened. And then I pushed an easy button mm-hmm. because I went and, you know, fell into older habits where I needed validation from the company of a man, you know, <laughs> like that's what made me feel better. So I did that. And I saw it still as growth because I made the decision and I didn't guilt myself over it. I said like, yeah, you're still a human. You're not perfect. And you're not going to be, and it's, it's going to be okay. Like I trusted myself enough to make that decision. That it's like, yes, you can go see him and not going to get worked up or upset. You can just go have fun, like have a night of fun and then go back and do what you got to do. Like you can, it's fine. And it was like, it, it, it was fine. And it's, we have to remind ourselves that like, yes, we are working on those things and working on shrinking the time that it takes for us to realize like this is why we're doing these things or this is the emotion I'm feeling right now like you want to build up that awareness but also you've got to have a a lot of grace but at least a little bit of grace with yourself to say like you're you're not going to be perfect there are going to be days when you have like you do things and if that's what you have to do to survive in that day it's okay. It's okay. But if it becomes a pattern, obviously you're going to start noticing because other things are going to happen in your life that are going to bring it to your awareness. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to know awareness. So like, as long as you're aware that as long as you're aware that you're, you had a slip and you're not making excuses for, you know, well, I mean, it wasn't, as long as you're not doing that kind of thing, you realize like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have did that. That was just me being vulnerable. Let me, let me, let me circle back and work on that again, because I, I, I did I wasn't necessarily, I'm not, I'm mad at myself about, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not proud of myself. You know, I'm not proud of myself. I don't like that I made that decision, right? but I'm also not going to die because of it. Exactly. And I'm not going to beat myself up and 
ruin my whole day because of it either because nobody died like I didn't kill anybody like it's not the end of the world I just made a bad decision right in the moment and in the moment like and and knowing beforehand like this is a big thing too deciding and human design helps with this too actually it tells me that I'm um I don't remember what all of them are it's like you're um sacral or um, I'm emotional and I can't remember what the description is, but it's emotional is how I make my decision. So I have to like ride the wave of emotions basically is what it says that like, whatever my first instincts are, I shouldn't do, like, I'm not built to do things spontaneously because that's <laughs> not how I make decisions. You know, like whatever the spontaneous choice is for some people is the right thing. They're supposed to go with their gut. Like if it feels good, they do it. It pays off. Mine is not that way. And that's why I say it helps you to work with it because I realize, like in that moment, if I'm making the decision that second, it's the wrong yeah. decision, probably. Spontaneous, see, and I think that's probably going to be mine. I want to, I want to check because I think that's because I, I do that. And I'm like, fuck it, fuck it, just do it. Like right. that's a lot. If I touch, I start myself out of it, so I just have to just fuck it, do it kind of thing. And it, that works for me a lot, but also I put a lot of thought into it too. So it's just like, well, when I get to the, yeah. it, it's like me at that, when I get to the fuck it, do it point, it's just me being scared and just like talking about just fuck it, do it that. So I guess maybe not. Cause I do put a lot of thought in everything I do. So that's what I'm saying. That's what, and I wasn't going to say that this was one of those moments when it's like, do you want my advice like, or do you not? <laughs> it's like, I think that I just, could be coming. that's why it's important to know because that might be how you're doing it, but that might not be how you're supposed to be doing it. But so when, you, when I thought about it, I was like, no, I don't make spontaneous decisions. Actually, I'm, I make a list for every goddamn thing. <laughs> you're a Capricorn. And I knew, I was like, all right, well, shit. I mean, you know yourself better than me, obviously, but like, it, that doesn't sound right. It sounds no I don't make spontaneous decisions I yeah, think no but yeah. I wanted to do um I wanted to I, I'm trying to work on also being spontaneous um in other aspects but it's saying as far as like making a decision so when I decided okay so let's use the let's use the guy as an example a hookup is usually how I will try to cope with mm-hmm things and it's it it's not just anyone like I've got the same even if it was who fucking cares I'm not here to be slut shamed on my own podcast but I'm just saying it's been the same guys because um that's important to me like I need to have at least a little bit of like familiarity is important to me right right when I was going over there it was because I knew that he was gonna like not be emotionally invested. I knew what I was getting with him. He knew what I was getting with me. We didn't have to do it. You know what I mean? Like it was, mm-hmm. it's kind of a um, symbiotic familiar. <laughs> yeah, familiar is probably the best word, but you know, like when you're in a relationship and it's like that comfortable, it was, it's comfortable, yeah. you know? So like, I don't have to do all that shit pretending and be like, hey, and worry right. that he's got feelings. You just go do it and then leave. And it's beautiful. Of course, when I went over there, he started trying to fucking talk to me about it. And I was like, this is you doing literally not. (laughs) This is not why I came over here. But it ended up being really good. And that's kind of been the common theme because once I talk about stuff, it, I mean, it always helps, you know, I have to work through it. But that's me working Mm -hmm. through that emotion. Like that's what we're talking about. It's like my first instincts are not always the best. But with this guy, I made the decision or with this last time I made the decision before I went over there was like, I thought it through. I decided I was going to commit to the decision. It ended up paying off in such a huge way. Like we had a really good talk and a lot came out of 
the conversations that I had with him, like my brain went on a whole like journey. Right. And I had all these breakthroughs that were, it, it helped me work through a lot of stuff, I should mm-hmm. say. So it ended up being beneficial, but um, it, the opposite of that is when I, and I've caught myself now wanting to go drink before, like I'll, I'll say, I want to go get drinks because I know that if I'm drunk, I'm much more likely to like roll into that decision and not think it through, just kind of do it. And I know that that's not like, that's when it comes from an unhealed place is when I'm going out, trying to keep myself that's, busy. That's crazy. Cause I was literally going to say something similar. I was like, thinking back to the spontaneous decision, I was like, I was like, yeah, I did make spontaneous decisions, but when I made a spontaneous decision, they were wrong as fuck. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I always go back and think I shouldn't 100% should not have done that. Right. Like, I even if it's the same it. decision, even if it's right. the same decision, even if both times it was me going and seeing the same guy, there have been times when it was the right decision and there have been times when it was a wrong decision. And I knew both times, like in my gut, I knew, you know, like this is fine and I'm going to feel okay with this. And if I do feel guilt later, I guess I'll deal with it. But for right now, right. like, it's what I need. I'm going to give it to myself. And then there's the other times when it just the next morning you wake up and you will be riding the high because you get a lot of a dopamine hit, you know, and it's just like, and then you're getting right. candy and then the high wears off and you're like, fuck, like, uh, right. what the I fuck? Feel, I feel what even was, worse than I did. You're right. Like now, now I feel shit. And you start just bringing all this other shit in. But also I had to realize like when I would feel embarrassed about how other people felt or if I did something embarrassing they always say try to remember somebody else's most embarrassing moment right fucking don't so nobody remembers your most embarrassing moment so don't worry about it right right and, and you I know what it's like I have the anxiety be so real the next morning oh my god like I just want to throw my phone out the window and I can I used to be so bad to the point I would make notes in my phone I hate uh-huh. to I'm admitting I would make notes on my phone like like timestamps 9 45 I'm still sober I went and got a drink I didn't do anything embarrassing like I would make timestamps but I would be so like terrified of embarrassing myself or I've just I've done some embarrassing not even I wouldn't say it's embarrassing but like drunk shit yeah just like you wake up next morning and just like I wouldn't do that sober and right. it's just like and I think that's why I was getting drunk before because I was like, it's, I, and that's, I think that's what I've always used drinking for is an excuse yeah. to, which is the worst kind of drunk, by the way, the one who wants an excuse to be themselves. Like, it is. That's a hard breakthrough for me to have on the internet, <laughs> but still, like, it's true, you know, like, yeah. because I could always use the excuse if I did something and someone reacted poorly to it, I could be like, yeah, I was drunk. Right. 100% you know and I guess that's common but still like I was definitely using it like not as wanting to have a drink and I wanted to get a drink actually I almost text you to say I was gonna go get um something to drink to come on here before because I use it like I think that I have to be fucked up to be funny or to be mm-hmm. like to perform yeah. I don't know why it feels weird to to just be my sober self you know and that's something I'm <laughs> dealing with um uh, like I'm coming to terms with and I wanted to go to, like, I, I was talking to one of my friends about wanting to go to an Alcoholics Anonymous. Is Alan on the one that's family members? I think so. I want I to go to one of those. I think it is Alan on that's for yeah. the family members. But I want to go to one of those because I realized that, like, a lot of people I've been around have been addicts. 
and I yeah. have a lot of addictive tendencies like mainly mine's with food but I mean it could be with anything and I think it would help for me just to build my aware you know to build awareness on that like when you hear those things it's like yeah those tidbits can help mm-hmm. so it, I heard it almost like kind of just stepping ahead of it almost so it's exactly. like it's exactly aware of it before yes. it goes yes. down the like road yes and building um like a safeguard for it so when yeah. I heard um it was one of the podcasts I listened to I think it might have been the high self podcast and she was talking about um oh fuck what were we just talking about the the alcohol anonymous oh fuck no I can't I, lose it yeah, of it kind of sort of yes oh I don't know anyway what were we just talking about time running out motherfucker you said she was talking about going to you said she was Lacey you're a hero you said she was talking about going to god damn it alcoholics anonymous meetings predicting I don't know you were talking about a podcast I I can't remember I remember I know which podcast I was talking about but I can't remember which episode if I could remember the episode I could remember where I was going with it but now I just it's just gone Wanting to get drunk and um, being afraid to be sober. She was going to Al-Anon. I don't remember. Damn. And we're running out of time, so I have a limited time. <laughs> Frank, <to remember. laughs> another request. <laughs> addictive behavior. I have addictive behavior. I was using it for um, unhealed reasons. I don't know. I'm building awareness. I want to learn um human design I want to research. it says I'm the investigator so I like to research things I want to be well-rounded I think this was gonna say I want to be like prepared for it beforehand I know we were talking about that but I was going somewhere different but I want to be prepared beforehand and hearing other people talk about stuff builds that awareness for me that like it helps me to recognize that those are the symptoms of something specific you know what I mean like it kind of identifies the feeling for me I guess is what I'm trying to say like so when I listened to I was watching this you what no I was gonna say I think damn I lost it no go ahead I was watching the show on Hulu called The Bear and if you haven't seen it I keep seeing screenshots and like posts about it but I haven't gotten around to it bitch watch it because I've never seen ever ever seen someone (laughs) so accurately capture restaurant life ever Ooh, i'm about to go watch it right now oh damn but it's heavy and they talk about alcoholics anonymous and when they like when i heard them talk about addiction and stuff i was like damn like i can learn from this stuff like that's my whole thing is i like to learn things and take what resonates take what resonates leave what doesn't like i like to take mm-hmm. the tidbits and learn from it because i can like i can learn from other people's suffering i don't have to fucking do it you know right and it can be like when you boil all this shit down, it comes down to the same like six things that we're all fucking sad about. You Pretty know, much. like realistically, they're all like we all have abandonment issues. It may come out in different ways, like your mom right. or my dad or your boy or whatever. You know, like it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It can be anything, but we all have the same like hi. We have the same um, core issues when it boils down to it. You know. It's just how it's dealt with. Exactly. So building awareness, and then we'll wrap it up because I can't start another one of these fucking videos. I'll lose my mind. Dude. And I'm I'm gonna eventually get pro or get some sort of something. Um, have you tried Teams, Microsoft Teams? No. 
I don't know if you can record on that though, because that's what we use for my job now. We communicate through Teams. Okay, I'll have to look into it. But yeah, okay, so you've been on the spiritual journey with me as well. And oh my God, journaling, that's what we we're fucking talking about way earlier. I'll circle it all the way back and we can end there. Journaling, documenting everything. That's what I said on the TikTok was I was taking all these horrible things and my creativity was helping me to get through these really horrible things. It's because I've been writing everything and the freeing, like, ugh, just like liberation and release that I get from even talking about it. Because then once I talked about it, I put it out there and was like, hey, this is what I'm really scared of. And everyone was right. like, that's not real. And I was like, cool, thanks. And now it's not an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, glad I we all I figured that out together. Definitely journal 100%. One, it lets you go back and look at how far you've come. Timestamp. You've came. And yeah. like, that's oh. the main thing I love it for. Like, I go back in sometimes, well, sometimes I can't because it's kind of painful to go back and read. So it's like, ooh. But also, <laughs> again, kind of pinpoints how far you come. Like, you were in such a shitty ass spot. And now look how far you come. So it's right. just like, it's a nice little reminder. Like, and you know what? It On the other at, end of that spectrum, it helps me to remember not to romanticize the past so much because I was doing that with my job and my relationships where I thought they were beautiful and then I went back and looked and it was like it was not (laughs) I'm depressed and I'm not making money I'm poor and I was like damn shit wasn't as good as you remembered it like you were in the trenches then too you know I I did that for a second when where we both worked at I was like damn I kept looking at everybody's pictures and shit on Facebook I'm like damn I'm just it was the best place ever sucks now look at this job I have now I'm working this this now look at everybody else they're having so much fucking fun but also I was there for <laughs> the pitch. right right remember the real the real life the real story there. like you were there. don't just pit don't focus on the pictures and everybody going out and just right that shit. remember the the nights where you wanted to say fuck this and walk yes. out where you left with you know 40 fucking dollars like remember that shit too yes so, yeah. And I think that's like a, that's a metaphor for the same thing. Why I wanted to tell people on TikTok, like, oh, I'm fucking sad because it's like, don't dare look at me and think that I've got my shit together. I don't know that anyone would look at my TikToks and think that, but you know what I mean? Like, don't think that I'm just happy and bubbly all the time. Like right. there's a lot of days, cause I am for the most part, but like, there's a lot of days when it's really fucking hard and I, and I am trying to be like happy and pull through, but it takes everything in me just to survive that day and to be happy. And I am happy, but to exert that much energy to like perform and do something when it's not really coming from the heart, it kind of perverts my creativity. And I don't like that. Like my creativity is something that I'm done trying to control or I'm working mm-hmm. on being done trying to control. Cause I want to just unleash it and stop trying to put a you know schedule a time like it's really hard for me and I was doing it I was like all right Monday mornings before I wake up I'll do this and that and it's like oh okay so you're gonna schedule inspiration for Monday at 8 a.m like how do you think that's right it doesn't work on a time schedule like that so now I'm learning to oh my god that's what I was gonna say oh my god that's what I was gonna say Lucy is what I was gonna say she talks about having a conversation with the universe. And I picture it that way. When we respond to the universe, it's like we're flowing down a river and there's rocks, but we're going around it and we're just easing by of like, okay, so mm. if this works for me, we do it. And when it stops working, cool, I'll do this now. And I'm trying to just kind of flow. flow like, control, literally, 
control what you can't control. And I had that, like, when I had the worst fucking year of my life in, like, 2021, about this time, 2021, and it's crazy to see now, but, yeah, about that time, I was going through the worst shit ever, and I was trying to control shit that I could not control, and it was doing nothing but making it worse and stressing me out even more. So I had to realize, I had to do that, had to just go with the goddamn flight. There's literally so much you physically, mentally, emotionally can do before you have to just be like, let it be. This girl on TikTok said we came full circle. We Lucy, we always do, babe. We always make the back around and we got two minutes left. So look, we'll wrap it up. Do you have your um TikTok? Do you know your name, your handle name? I'm coming. Hold on. Okay. Let's if see. not, look, I'll just don't worry about it. I'll plug it in the um, I'll put it in the so you right now. So it is Tempte T E M P T A Y Y. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put it in there anyway because that's a lot of like spelling and my brain was hurting thinking about it. But this is a big day for me. I encourage everyone to remember the phrase, I can do scary things because I was afraid of doing this. And let me tell you something, once again, this wasn't really even that fucking bad. I think I might have I might have dropped a name that I wasn't supposed to, but it still worked out <laughs> relatively fine. You know, we can edit shit. And- Confirm or deny that. I just I just had an inkling. I don't know. I might have been hearing shit. <laughs> Maybe you were hearing him. Maybe you were just thinking about him. But anyway, Taylor, thank you so much for coming. I always enjoy having these conversations with you. Um, we can't keep so, them all. Yeah. I said we can't keep all our conversations via Snapchat. We have to. Exactly. Exactly. I wanted to Fresh share because this is the show we be talking about all the time anyway. So thank you so much for coming on here. Um, and thank you guys for listening, joining me on the podcast and joining me on TikTok. I appreciate you guys so much. And we'll talk to you guys all soon. Bye. Bye.